reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favor Does Sports. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740. Always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, the sexual intellectual, the New York Giant himself, living in Wisconsin, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Having a tremendous time. Having an absolute blast. Still riding high from this past weekend's uh, sports activities. Yeah, we were talking not very many times, dude, do we do this show where both our teams got to win. Especially right. that past, yeah, so it's it's a good one. But, yeah, the Browns, obviously we're going to talk about them. And the Odell situation we'll touch on a little bit as well. Um, yeah, just a few storylines going to the NFL. We're going to review week nine, talk about the fan duel, talk about the pick em, and give you our uh, preview and picks for week ten. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Uh, Thursday night. Jets and Colts. Uh, people, a lot, of, a lot of people, mildly excited about this. See what Mike White could do coming off that Cincinnati game. I believe we, well, on the show we both picked the Colts. Uh, Mike White went down after the first series, yeah. and I guess it wasn't anything serious. I guess it was just like a, for lack of better explanation, like a funny bone situation. It just kind of, you ever hit your elbow? It kind of runs in your fingertips, and you can't right. quite get that. Basically, the rest of the game, he couldn't. Towards the end. I think he was getting his feeling back, but at that about that point, the game it was, was out over. of yeah, it was out of hand. Uh, Colts improved to four or five. Jets fall to two and six. Colts win forty five twenty. Your thoughts? Carson Wentz, baby. Yeah. Carson Wentz. Enough to get it done. Josh Johnson played well <laughs> over three hundred yards and fucking mop up time. That guy's just a. Hey, somebody goes down. Josh Johnson, you can plug in. He's a Tampa, <laughs> Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay legend. Played for the Browns before. Okay. So he's, he's, that's he's what I'm saying. He's like, the fucking yeah, country. Yeah. So you need a quarterback like week 14 to start. You have, everyone was, everyone died. Keep your flow. Josh Johnson, call him. Okay. But yeah, so we'll see what goes on with the Jets. They're, they're so up and down. This is a wild week in the NFL, so we have a lot to fucking talk about here. That game was kind of a boring one. Then uh, you had the Falcons and Saints. A lot of people in the pick'em, as I was going through, a lot of people picked these Saints coming off that win against the Buccaneers. I don't know if people believed in Trevor Simeon or what. And honestly, you just don't know what to make of this Falcons team. But they end up getting the win, 27-25. Matt Ryan continues to get it done, 23-30, 343 yards, two touchdowns. They did not have a running game at all. It's what's going to hinder them. But, you know, they find ways to get Cordero Patterson the ball. Six catches, 126 yards, kind of the game sealer at the end there. So, yeah, good for them. The Saints, we don't know what they're going to be going forward. I don't know if it's going to be Simeon. I don't know if it's going to be Hill. Michael Thomas is done for the year. So, we will see from them. Your thoughts? Yeah, like I said, it's uh, you never know what you're going to get with the Falcons. And the Saints are kind of a broken lost at uh, lost at quarterback calls so you don't know what you're getting with them either yeah so and you figure they got Camara, but they're getting him i mean he didn't have a ton of touches 
but at the same time, he wasn't really explosive when he did. So because you know he don't have Drew Brees spread the field anymore, so that definitely fucking hurts. Right, and everybody keys on him. So right, uh, man, probably one of the biggest surprises of the weekend easily was uh, Denver traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Denver, you know, they were five and three. Dallas was sitting at six and one. They had Dak coming back. They end up getting fucking just the brakes beat off of them. It was 30 to nothing. And then Dallas got a couple meaningless stats. Garbage. Garbage time. My, my big thing is you have Dak with the calf and everything. Why is he even in the fucking game? Stats. Stats. So these fucking Cowboys fans can go, yeah, but he threw for 400 yards. I, I, you know, the thing is, my thing with that is that's fucking stupid because Dak Absolutely. already got money. Dak and has he's hurt. Money. And he's hurt. Yeah. And, and he's, he's the franchise, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in, in the NFL, in my opinion. There's no reason for him to be out there at that moment. So when, that's, when that's, you're getting ass fucking blistered you're getting, by you're, Teddy you're Bridgewater. Ass, you got your ass beat, and there was a thing where like the offense was out of rhythm. Dak hasn't played in like almost a month. Right. You know, he, he missed last week, and then they had the bye, so he hasn't played in three weeks. And Denver, who traded Von Miller, right. Right, travels to Dallas and just puts. They said, "Fuck, we don't need bomb." Didn't see that coming at all. Uh, Broncos improved to five and four. I still don't think they're very good. Not a good loss for Dallas. Good news for them is they stole the game. Basically, when you win a game with Cooper Rush quarterback, you're not stealing it, but it's that's a bonus, right? It it evened it evened out for them. It's uh, so. Good thing they got that win. They went on a run to where like they could kind of afford a loss, and they do play in kind of a dog shit division at the same time. So I don't think as long. I mean, just chalk it up as a bad week in the NFL. NFL, dude, anybody can beat anybody. So chalk it up as a bad week and come at him again this week. So, but yeah, I, I did not see that coming. Denver's won seven straight versus Dallas, by the way. I know those stats mean nothing because they're different teams, but next up we have the uh, Patriots and Panthers. New England traveling to Carolina. And just beat the ever-loving dog shit out of them. <laughs> 24 to 6. It was 14 to 6 at halftime. Not like a real high-powered attack by by New England or anything. You know, Mac Jones, 12 of 18, 139, a tutty and a pick. Ramondre Stevenson, Brandon Bolden, Devin Harris all had lots of touches. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, two catches, 44 yards. Kendrick Bourne, they spread the ball around. They're not throwing it a lot. They're winning with defense. This reminds me of they want to win like they did with like 2001 Tom Brady. Yeah, and Mac Jones out here ankle locking people, That's trying to say, it. trying to say he was trying to tackle it. You literally hooked his fucking ankle and swept his leg and twisted. Like, yeah, that's a dirty fucking play. It's a dirty fucking play, man. So. Yeah, I said my thoughts about that on Twitter. There's no room for that in the fucking NFL, dude. That's fucking terrible. Just, you know, you you you, you took an L in the play. Live with it, right? Right. Don't take the frustrations out on someone's body who makes their money with it. That's – I can see – I mean, you know, hit somebody hard. Be, be pissed at your lineman. Don't try to hurt somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't try to hurt somebody. That's, that's fucking terrible. But – We'll see. Cleveland travels there this week, so we'll see what they are. Vikings at Ravens. Uh, the Vikings jumped out on the Ravens, and I don't think anyone felt good about it. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, the field goal 
the Justin Tucker field goal that cost me $555 this game. Baltimore comes back again. Let's look at Lamar's numbers here. 27 of 41, 266, three touchdowns and two picks. He hasn't bitten by the pick bug a little bit. 21 carries for 120 yards. Marquise Brown has really, really kind of turned it around. He had nine catches for 116 on 12 targets when they weren't getting the typical big day out of Mark Andrews. I feel like they got a good-looking rookie in Rashad Bateman. It's going to help them out. He had five catches for 52 on eight targets. So in games they get behind, you know, we, we I feel like last year what we said with Lamar was you get down double digits, you beat the Ravens. That's not the case anymore. Lamar can come back. That is an offense that can score in bunches. If you if you let Lamar get loose, you let him do his thing. I mean, he can as long as you don't get in a situation where they have to pass for the, right. the, the the run game. Because yeah, we say okay, you have to pass, you can't run. No, Lamar rips off like 15, 20 yards run. It's a different kind of run game, you know. So he's he's the ultimate weapon, man. Yeah, I was I was watching this game and I. I thought, man, they won the toss, and over time, I'm like, Baltimore's going to go right down score. Kendricks makes a fucking phenomenal defensive yeah. play. Bats the ball, picks it, and I'm like, holy shit, the Vikings can go down here and kick a field goal, and then just absolute terrible play calling. I don't mm-hmm. know who sent those plays in. And then you're, you give it back, and Baltimore. Gary Kubiak's son. That's who calls the plays there. He's fucking terrible. Um, because nepotism is a very real thing in the NFL. Then it's done. You know, I mean, he uh, Baltimore took it right down and scored. And Hollywood Brown had some huge catches on the side, and they weren't. It wasn't even long. They were just wide receiver screens. He'd make the first guy miss, and then run for 15 yards. You know, it takes. It takes. But yeah, they. I mean, Baltimore. That's another team that they can either look really bad or look like world beaters, but more often than not, they have looked like world beaters. So let me ask you this: since we're talking about Lamar here, who do you think has evolved more in this from last year to? I don't even want to say. I'd say the last two years. Would you say Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson has Lamar evolved? Jackson? I think so too. Lamar Jackson. Um, I feel like Mahomes. I mean, he. I don't want to say he peaked. He reached his ceiling a lot faster, right? To where Lamar has evolved more. So the the, the context of the question you're asking me, in my opinion, I, this isn't like a knock on Patrick Mahomes at all. In fact, no, I I, like, I yeah. still think Patrick Mahomes is one of your top five quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, and he can do everything. We, and we have seen a regression this year, which for whatever reason we don't know why. Right. Uh, but it. it it has happened, but I mean, Lamar has, it's, it's like, you can't do this. And then he does that. Well, okay. Well, you can't do this. And then he does that. Well, so yeah. he, as long as he has his legs and his arm, can he's be, a problem. <laughs> he's a problem. He's a big problem. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like we could have like a 2018 quarterback redraft conversation one day. Right. Yeah. Cause that's the real, that's a stacked fucking class. When you go back and look, that's and that's a stack conversation too, because I feel like you got to factor in. I feel like people when they look at those, they just think about like, oh, how they're doing now, and not like 
the situation they were drafted into and how that evolved into what it is now. You know what I mean? And I'll just I'm gonna move on quickly here, but you look at the quarterbacks that have had the most success out of that draft. That's Josh Allen, that's Lamar Jackson, and they were drafted by and coached by the head coaches they have now. Mm-hmm. And guys who were able to adapt their offense to the quarterback skill set. To where yeah. like the the Baker's on his fourth head coach. Would the Browns have gone to that style offense if we drafted Lamar? Would Josh Allen be able to handle going through all that turmoil of coming into a one and thirty one situation as opposed to a Buffalo Bills situation that was a lot more stable? So I feel like that's a lot that's those are the things that would be talked about in that conversation. Speaking of the Browns. Next up, man, I tell you what, you go through our pickums mm-hmm. for our, doing the fair pick. I, I think everybody that wasn't a Browns fan and you and maybe Sammy Evans picked the Bengals. And why wouldn't you? Right. Right. After the after the week the Browns had, you had the Odell uh, situation, obviously. Uh, all the injuries that have taken place, they're all starting to get a little healthier. A Bengals team that beat the shit out of Baltimore and then lost to the Jets. So you figured, and they were at home, so you figured they were going to bounce back strong. The Browns are traveling. Quarterback has an injury. The Browns go down there and beat the ever-loving shit out of the Bengals. Uh, First drive, Bengals take it all the way down the field. Denzel Ward, pick six, 99 yards. Uh, Everyone calls that a backbreaker. I heard the guys on Sports Talk Radio in Columbus say calling that a backbreaker. Not necessarily because the Bengals went right back down and scored a touchdown the next drive. They ran, I think it was 20 offensive plays for the Browns, ran one. They ran uh, over 11 minutes off the fucking yeah. clock before the Browns offense got out Got out there. That's crazy. So, yeah. And that was, you know, and the Browns went out there. They did what they do. They stuck to the game plan. Uh, Baker Mayfield played well, but that was a compliment to the way Nick Chubb ran the football, right? He beat Nick Chubb, beat the shit out of the I was. <laughs> I texted you. I said, you can't let Nick Chubb come out and start averaging 10, 15 yards a carry. Like, it's it's over if that Nick happens. Chubb, 14 carries, 137 yards. He had a, uh, what was it, a 60-yard touchdown, whatever it was. Something like that, yeah. Sorry, folks. It was a, uh... hold on, if I can find it. It was a um, seventy-yard seventy-yard run in the third in the, in the third quarter. I was thinking it was earlier in the game. Yeah, but you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones two catches, eighty-six yard, hit a sixty-yard touchdown. The guy wins the line of scrimmage on those deep routes. He is a physical freak. He has made a big leap from year one to two. The, that's all you heard at training camp was Donovan Peoples-Jones, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, for whatever reason. You take Odell Beckham Jr. out of this out of this offense, it clicks. I have no idea why. Baker Mayfield, 14 and 21, 218 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, didn't run a lot of plays. And no. they jumped out, leaned on the running. The Browns, they don't need Baker Mayfield to be Joe Montana. If Baker's throwing 40, 50 times a game, something went wrong. That's not what they're looking to do here. Can he do that? He has done that. Has he done it consistently? No. But can he? Yes. So we will see. I feel like Every week I get the text from somebody, is Baker the guy? Every single, I mean, Barry, every single week. And the only thing I can say to that is what frustrates me is we're in year four, and I still can't give you a solid yes. 
But see, that's the thing is to me, and I'm not a, I think he's the guy. He came in, won a playoff game in Pittsburgh against the fucking Steelers. Yeah. And, and it's not like he plays terrible. Like he's a fucking gunslinger. You're, he's a, he's like a Brett Favre fucking, he, he's going to have a shitty fucking interception somewhere, but, He's gonna fucking give you a chance to win if he's out there. He comes to fucking win. Now, something that we've seen with this Bengals team, and this isn't me trolling. I mean, hey, listen, if somebody's gonna call me a homer on that, fine. If you think that, hey, DM me at doing the favor. I will have a conversation. We can even do it public. I'm not a Bengals hater, by the way. I don't think right. I ever have been. I don't think I ever have been on this show. They have a tough time with the Browns. Yep. Because they can't block that line. They can't handle Miles Garrett. They haven't been able to handle Miles Garrett the last couple of years. And then you add in Clowney. You add in yep. Malik McDowell. You add in Malik Jackson. You add in these guys. I mean, and Joe Burrow, listen, the slot corner, Troy Hill, had three sacks. Yeah. So they were in Burrow's face all day. They were confusing him. I think that, I mean, the defensive line got home the entire game. And they were able to man up Jamar Chase. That's what I was going to say. The most impressive thing of the whole game was, and like I said, we have fucking praised Jamar Chase. Yeah, absolutely. And this Bengals, I mean, he's fucking phenomenal. And we've, every time that a team has tried to man up with him, he it's fucking toast. You're fucking toast. And that dude gets loose, goes and scores. Not the case. He got fucking shut down. I don't know if they got in his head early, like what happened, but he just was a non-factor. Well, in that I think whole also game. what people don't talk about too is when healthy, Denzel Ward is one of the best corners in the NFL. It's that when healthy part that's been a bit of an issue. Right. But when healthy, and you can go look at the numbers, he is one of the best corners in the NFL. And listen, I know everyone, the, the hot topic for a while was Trayvon Diggs. And I think that we, that's kind of cool a little bit here recently. I love the splash plays. Give me the consistency. Give me the guy that, hey, we're going to go out there. We're going to put you on their number one and dare you to throw it in. And if you do, and if you're off, you will pay. That's, and we're, we're going to get physical. We're going to tackle. We're going to bump and run. We're going to press. That's that's Denzel Ward. Right. We're gonna travel. That's Denzel Ward. So that's to me and Greg Newsom growing up. We, we saw a little shoulder injury with with Greedy Williams. Hopefully he's gonna be okay. But I thought the story of the game was that defense. And we've said it on this show before. Joe Burrow, great quarterback, still prone to the shit turnover though. Yep. Exactly. So we saw we saw and we saw Chase have the turnover too. He had Jamar Chase had 13 targets. He had six catches for 49 yards. Yeah, which is. At some point, he gets loose. Like I, I, tried, said, yeah, I, I tried to have a reasonable conversation with the Bengals fan. It didn't go well, but I said, hey, I think that Joe Burrow sometimes locks in on Jamar. Yeah. And granted, he trusts the guy. They've had great success up to this point. I understand that. You also have T. Higgins. You also have Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd had two targets, one catch for 11 yards. T. Higgins, eight, card, eight targets, six catches, 78. Looks like he was winning more. Yep. To me, so you don't really use your tight ends a whole lot. Uzama had fucking 
I had eight targets to the tight end, so I guess that wasn't too terrible. But to me, he locked in on Chase way too much. And when Chase isn't winning, mm-hmm. got to go somewhere. Yeah. But that was a uh, a must, must, must win for the Browns. You know, five and four looks way different than four and five. Uh, next up, probably the biggest surprise of the weekend was Urban Meyer getting his first win on U.S. soil, baby. No touchdowns to the, the vaunted Bills offense? What? The Buffalo Bills, man. Listen, Bills Mafia? What you know, is that? You know, you know what we need to quit doing? It's crowning people in the AFC. Because every time we do, this happens. What? Tennessee Titans. I haven't crowned them yet. I did, though. You did. I, we haven't agreed, but I was... That's some. That's a topic for later. Yeah. But I was on the Buffalo. I, I think I may have said last week. I may have said the Titans. I can't remember. But the Bills are the best team. I thought the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Uh, they have a glaring weakness in the fact that they have no running game. You know, you have a Zach Moss. You have a Devin Singletary. And Josh Allen is your leading rusher. They, in a 9-6 to six game, Jesus Christ. In a 9-6 to six game, they only ran the ball 14 times, and Allen threw it 47. Mm. And couldn't get a touchdown. That's threw two picks. Against fucking Jacksonville. That's uh, 11 oof. targets to Beasley, 8 to Diggs, 8 to Sanders, 8 to Singletary, 4 to... That's, that's insane to me. You didn't even try to run the ball. I guess the Jaguars. Right. Right. What the fuck? Well, that's, I mean, until they get that fixed, you have to have, I, I've always thought that you've had, you have to have some kind of balance, at least a threat of balance. And they don't. So, you know, we, we, we've talked on the show how that Steelers losses have always bugged us, right? With them. Yeah. Couldn't get past it. And this is, they're, they're five and three now. Jacksonville approves a two and six. So, kind of a crazy one. Next yeah. up, Texas Dolphins. I ain't going to spend, we're going to spend a lot of time on this, are we? He's going to be Brissett. I mean, he's out in the streets. Texans fall to one and eight. Dolphins approved two and seven. It's Rod Taylor. Oh, my goodness. 24 43, 243 picks. Philip Lindsay, eight carries. Jesus Christ. Brandon Cook, six catches, 56. Six catches, 56 yards on 14 targets. Good Lord. Look at the Dolphins numbers here. Oh, there was, five there was five interceptions this game. Miles Gaskin had 20 carries for 34 <laughs> yards. <laughs> what, what kind of Not even two bullshit yards was carry. going on in this game, dude? Not even two yards of fucking carry. Fucking Christ. I'm not talking about that anymore. Uh, Raiders and Giants. Giants win 23-16. A lot of people pick the Raiders when I pick them, Barry. What happened? Well, there's a lot of fucking people don't know what you're talking about out here in these pick-ems. Um, what happened was uh, Giants opened up, man, went right down. Went fucking right down. And Danny Dimes connects nice. with Evan Ingram. 30-yard touchdown. I mean, we're out. We're, we're up. Uh, Hunter Renfro comes down, ties it up on us. They kick a field goal. Run that little halo route down the goal line, right? Right. Just bullshit. 
uh, our defense the whole game. The whole game. Fucking bend, don't break, held them to field goals instead of touchdowns, and then the fucking, the X-Man, Xavier McKinney. He says, Derek Carr, let me holler at you for a second. Takes a 41-yard pick to the house. They come down, they score. Fourth quarter, we get a field goal. McKinney ends up getting a pick. Uh, we can't capitalize. We got to punt it back to him. Um, or no, I know we end up kicking a field goal all that, which made it 23-16. Uh, they drive down on us. Leonard Williams, big fumble, fucking calls the big fumble. We recover, fucking ball game. And the Giants go into the bye, their bye week with a two-game winning streak. Not bad in a trash and division. De- Devontae Booker, fucking uh, 21 carries, 99 yards. He he was very big in this game for us. And Danny Dimes, 15 of 20, 110 yards and a touchdown. Trent Dilfer, I feel you, dog. <laughs> Manage this game. Let the defense do it for you. The, our offense could not get going. And Xavier McKinney said, fuck it. Let me, let me fucking get it done. What's up with Kadarius Tony? I just heard. That's my favorite, I think that's my favorite Giants player. So I, I need to he know. is. He's he's just nursing it. He's still out there. He's playing. Uh, he, had, you know, like I said, he had that monster game against Dallas, and then you know we got uh, homered. But yeah, he uh, he's gonna come back strong, man. We're we're starting to get our guys back. We're gonna come back after this bye week. We're gonna start busting ass. And I, I'm hoping, you know, maybe a, a nine and nine and eight, you know, season. I don't hate that for you. No, I, I don't. If I we, if we finish, if we, here's the thing. Since 2016, Mister Mr. Brown, let me. This is our best record at the at this point of the season since 2016. That's crazy. That's awful. I mean, that's Jesus Christ. You're three and six. That's what I'm saying. And right here, we we got people fucking since Odell took that stupid fucking boat photo and jinxed the team. <laughs> you know, here we are. <laughs> but we're back, man. They're buying in. We're starting to buy in here. So. I ain't mad at it. Let's let's keep it rolling, and let's let's get some more dubs. <sighs> Next up, Chargers and Eagles. Uh, Chargers win twenty-seven twenty-four. Uh, a lot of people pick this. Poor Jalen hurts. They they didn't look bad. They, they did not look bad at all. I didn't think. Or he th- he threw to Devonta <laughs> Devonta Smith. That I mean that was he had 162 passing yards and Devonta Smith had 116 receiving. They finally hit on a receiver in the draft. <laughs> I ain't mad. Devonta Smith is. I, I think he was going to be hard to miss. <laughs> I think he was going to be hard yeah. to miss on. I mean, just saying. But yeah, Jordan Howard stepped in. They actually. Running the ball a little bit more now. 
Now that yeah. Miles Sanders isn't in the lineup. Right. Right. <laughs> what the fuck. Hey, whatever, man. I'll tell you who was great. That was Justin Herbert. He was your AFC Offensive Player of the Week. 32 of 38. 356. Also ran for a touchdown. Threw for two more. Fucking monster. Keenan Allen, 13 targets. 12 catches. 104. Eagles might want to look in on that defense. They might want to, you know, get that defense taken care of. Ah, man. A lot of people calling Justin Herbert the best quarterback in the league. It's crazy how that shit uh, happens because, what was it, they lost to somebody, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and he was a fucking, is, has he been figured out? You know what I mean? Has he right. Has he been, you know, is this it for fucking Herbert? And it's like, dude, these guys from week to week, it's it's something different. You know, I think the Patriots, didn't they lose to the Patriots? Yeah, at home. Mm-hmm. He lost to Bill Belichick. Who is one of the one of, if not the greatest, game planner for quarterbacks in the history? Yeah, I, Herbert's cards are shooting way up too, by the way. And that's what—that's good. That's real good. <laughs> yeah, uh, PSA ten blue scope, which I have the blue scope rookie. Yep, uh, going for a, a well over a thousand. 300 raw you need to you need to ship that i send send that off yeah (laughs) um that's i pulled that out of a hanger by the way so you you got the day you got it that was a beautiful fucking day (laughs) 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 i ain't got a lot of you guys i was really excited that was a facetime situation immediately to barry uh, next up, you got the Chiefs at Packers. Obviously, a lot of the Aaron Rodgers situation. We're going to talk into get into what his dumbass was talking about, but he definitely hit the uh, uh, tinfoil hat bingo card. Just to say that Chiefs won thirteen to seven. Packers defense could be underrated, but the Chiefs again could not get anything going. Mahomes twenty to thirty seven for one sixty six and a touchdown. They didn't run the ball particularly well. Daryl Williams got loose for 70 yards. Kelsey, five catches for 68 and a tud. Tyreek Hill, 11 targets, four catches for 37. They haven't been able to get him the ball at all. Luckily yeah. for them, Jordan Love uh, looked worse. 19-34, 190, a touchdown and a pick. They didn't run the ball particularly well. They also didn't throw it particularly well. He threw Devontae Adams 14 times. He only brought in six of those for 42. Uh, did Aaron Rodgers gain leverage? No, the, and and the people out here fucking cannot stand Jordan Love. They 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 say soft. I mean, I don't like the way he throws a deep ball. It's fucking terrible. Like the way he throws a deep ball is horrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a messy situation, and it, I feel like it got messier. But the Chiefs again. Just don't look like world beers like we're used to seeing, man. Is, is it has it been solved? No, they got see, and that's the crazy thing is they got fucking lucky. Uh, Mahomes made a play at the end of the fucking game. Uh, scrambled around, broke free, and actually hit Tyreek Hill for the game sealer, where they could fucking nil it out. Well, it's I mean, not lucky. He, he, that's that's what he does. Right. Well, they they were on his ass the whole game, and he made some bad decisions there you know what i mean 
And like I said, people out here are not sold on Jordan Love. So if they lose Aaron Rodgers, oof, the Packers are going to be in for some terrible seasons. <laughs> yeah, they might want to try to get that shit fixed. Next up, we have the Cardinals at 49ers. No Kyler Murray in this game. They had to dust off my, the old Browns legend Colt McCoy. Right. He one time cried to Ben Roethlisberger after a game that it was so hard. Well, he he was a former Giant as well. 22-26, 249, a touchdown for Colt. Get it done. James Conner, big day. 21 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Also had five catches for 77 and another touchdown. He caught all five of his targets, as did Christian Kirk. They did not have uh, DeAndre Hopkins either. But the 49ers, they suck. Yeah. And Brandon Ayuk, he had his best game. And it still wasn't... Uh, what, he he caught that pass. They had, they had George Kittle back. Caught up and then fumbled it. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Is it James Conner, I think, is leading the league in touchdowns, touchdowns or something like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Next up, Titans at Rams. Sunday night football. We did not see this coming. Like, we pronounced the Titans dead. A lot of people pronounce the Titans dead. No Derrick Henry, dead. Uh, their defense. No Isaiah Simmons or whatever it was up front. I can't remember the name of some Whatever his name was up front for the Titans defensive lineman. Uh... Anyway, he wrecked the game. Austin Corbett, their left guard, but Rams could not block him. He wrecked the entire game. He was in Stafford. It was like, oh, get pressure in Stafford's face. That's how you beat him. Guess what? That's how you beat any quarterback, actually. Is <laughs> you, you fucking block Jeff, his huge Jeff on the Simmons field and six and Kevin seven monster coming at him. Je- Tannehill, yeah, Jeff, 1927. Jeff Simmons, 14, Kevin Byard. Brian Tannehill, 1927, 143, a touchdown, a pick. They didn't run the ball particularly well. They didn't throw the ball particularly well. It was, you know, pick six, interceptions, Stafford making mistakes. It was flashback to the Detroit days, maybe. I don't know. I don't... I watched that game, and I look at these numbers, but here's the Titans, the best record in the AFC. I, for some reason, just still don't believe. I don't know. Can they, they can sustain that? They they can't. I mean, they, they put up 194 yards. Yards? I mean, yeah, if oh. they're, yeah. If they're... Yeah, if they're defense... All the yards. That's not just like quarterbacks passing yards for the first half that's all the yards that means your defense has to play out of their fucking mind every game to have a chance i mean Tannehill didn't play what he had 143 yards or yeah and a touchdown the pick you're not and which i can't believe they got out of fucking la beaten like look who they've beaten in the stretch yeah well uh Chiefs, Bills, and now the Rams back to back to fucking back. Yeah. But Derrick Henry so, only missed this game. So, I mean, without Derrick Henry, though, I mean, that's your fucking horse. I just, I can't uh, get behind you having a sustained run. Did they lose? If, did they play Cincinnati? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think they can hang with Baltimore. 
that not now. I don't. I just don't. Their losses are too. Um, I think the Browns are them. Their losses are to the Jets. Yeah. And the Cardinals. They open the season with the Cardinals. So the Cardinals and they start the season two and two. Wow. And then they just uh they beat the Jags, the Bills, the wow. Chiefs, the Colts, and now the Rams. Incredible. Good for them. But let me say this though. The here's the remainder of their schedule. And this is the thing. These dudes could end up maybe losing one game here, two. They play the Saints. They play the Texans. They play they play the Patriots. They play the Jaguars. They play the Steelers. They play the uh the 49ers. They they end they end the season with the Dolphins and the Texans. WW. So I mean Wow. I always said eh three times, I think. Yeah. So I mean so and those are eh. So I mean yeah. these dudes these Steelers, dudes could lose Steelers, 49ers, I think there's another one said, eh. Steelers, 49ers, um Patriots, probably. I mean Yeah, Patriots, that's what it was. Yeah. So I mean, again, they could win one of those games there. I mean, these dudes could end up like thirteen and four. Wow. I mean, without Derrick Henry, that's crazy. We'll see. Cause I Obviously, I hate to say this, other injuries will happen across the league. COVID stuff obviously comes up. But, man, they lost literally the most important person in their franchise. And that's that's crazy. So, good for them. They can piece together, though. Next up, Monday Night Football. Oh, this is a fucking doozy. Right. Bears <laughs> travel to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Pretty much everyone picked the Steelers for the most part. Some people picked the Bears and are pick them. Uh, Steelers jumped out a little bit, had a 14-3 lead at halftime. They had a double-digit lead. The Bears came storming back in the fourth quarter. I tell you what, Justin Fields is starting to, like, put it together, right? But I feel like they they did not get him outside the pocket at all until the second half. Right. The the way he plays, move him around, move the fucking pocket around. And and the thing is, like, you have a legit threat at, at the running game. You have two good backs in Montgomery and Herbert. Plus the threat of fields running. You should, there, I need to see more play action. I need to see more boots, naked boots. I need to see more of that shit. And the thing is, fields are so talented, you can do it to either side. He threw that last touchdown pass to Mooney going to his left. Right. That was a beautiful ball. So, <laughs> and, and, and that was after everything else had happened to him, that he came down and fucking threw that go-ahead touchdown. Yeah, they've. I feel like the NFL has a real officiating problem. I don't think I don't. I don't think they view it as a problem, because I I was telling either you or JT I can't remember, but there's times when I watch NFL football that I feel fucking stupid for being invested in it because they're turning into a TV show instead of a, a game, and this taunting rule. That is a complete subjective. I can throw the flag whenever I want because I think it's taunting. Hey. It's completely, completely ridiculous. The Bears were down three at midfield. Steelers fourth and long. You done got bent to the ground. Your defense is coming off the field. 
the guy who makes a sack looks at the opposing sideline and you throw the flag then now that's when you throw it the one that got me was the referee is literally you can see him yeah. looking out the fucking corner of his eye and taxing the, the player the play and he literally threw his he threw his back out creating contact with the player and then threw a flag and then <clears throat> on the Steelers last drive was it two three four plays in a row it was offsides so it's a yeah. free play regardless so of course the Steelers are going to hit a couple of those and it's like that that was bad that was real fucking bad man that was you can't even explain that you know I have theories <laughs> as to why, you know what I mean? I, I think the NFL is an old boy network and I think the Brodies are well embedded in that old boys network. And that's just right. what it is. I also think that I've always suspected that for years, the Browns haven't gotten calls because Modell was in the old boys network. And that's just art Modell. Yeah. So you sent me a stat of the, I mean, I've, I said the Steelers get way more calls than the Browns. I watch it every <laughs> fucking week. And then you send me some kind of fucking chart. of like, we're the most penalized team, and our opponents have the least penalties, and the Steelers are the least penalized, and their opponents have the most penalties. Right. What the fuck is that? That's calling it right down the middle, baby, like Bill yeah, Alfonso. And, you know, a crucial, like, what should have been a roughing the passer call on Justin Fields, the dude took legit three and a half steps after he released the ball and hit him in the back. You don't fucking call it? I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. But, again, the Bears did make some mistakes. They end up losing 29-27, but that that game at the end was just disgusting to watch. I've seen Steeler fans come out and be like, that was gross. Yeah, I I have too. That was, like, you couldn't even defend some of those fucking calls. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, so, we'll see. We're going to move on a little bit. Uh, last week was the doing the favor pick em contest. If I can get here, it isn't. Drew Drew Vensel won again. He had 130 points. He smoked everybody. Jeremy Ball finished second. Math is golden. Finished third. I finished fourth. I have many fourth place finishes on my resume right now. But yeah, so Drew won that again. I saw RJ talking about. I guess we referenced him last night on our show that you said he was cheating. I did. Yeah. He said, said, "I'm either cheating or I'm that good." He he should never said that. Brother finished last last week. He had 60 points. Drew had 130. He got almost doubled up, doubled and a half up. He did get doubled up. This this poor youngster. Hello, RJ. No worries. <laughs> so that happened. I love and his also, confidence, though. Love his confidence. I do, I, do, I do love the false sense of confidence. Irrational confidence. Right. I do love Absolutely. Uh, the doing the favor pick them last week. Actually, I won. Okay, me and you out here, uh, two out three week. Last two out three weeks. A uh, lot of low numbers this week. A lot of low numbers. But I will say there were four people that tied with eight correct. We all picked the Browns to win. So eight, eight, uh, eight was the winning number. Eight was the winning eight? number. I think that's what it was. I can't remember. Uh, I and, and, and the tiebreaker. Drew had forty one, and I had forty two. Mm. That was the tiebreaker. So, but he got the money in Fanduel, so I got right. Nothing. So he ain't mad. He ain't mad. At <laughs> I got nothing. 
So he, he I got the better end of that deal. I'm going to go ahead and do a pick them for week 10. But Barry, I'm not writing these down. Right. So, like We're not doing our real picks for the we're, – we're picking them now as of Wednesday night. Yep. But there's going to be a lot that's going to happen, obviously, between Wednesday and Sunday. So we will pick our picks on Saturday night with the tweets. We've been getting 20, 25 entries per contest. It's been really fucking fun, actually. Yeah. And you notice I'm referencing the picks more than I am the – the pick them more than I am, like, our picks. I feel like the consensus, like, I'm looking at that thing. I think it's so interesting to see, like, what everybody picks and everybody's leaning. It's, yeah, I love that. As someone who gets the grade of every week, I, that's that's really cool to me. So, we get more people in that. That would be fucking dope. So, I think that's just such a fun deal. But we're going to start off on Thursday. We have kind of a lame Thursday night game. We've got Ravens at the Dolphins. Ravens 6-2. and two, Dolphins 2-7. and seven. Baltimore has outscored Miami 137-16 to 16 in their last three matchups. Give me Baltimore. Yeah, Ravens. <laughs> I don't even think that's going to be close. Next up, Bills at Jets. Bills 5-3. and three. Jets 2-6. and six. Bills come up that loss. Jets obviously reeling. They had a third-string quarterback in this week. Mike White should be good to go. Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. <laughs> this man said the fucking Bills are ready to go. Give me the Jets. Holy <laughs> fuck. Uh, man, if you come out here and can't score a touchdown against Jacksonville and then lose to the fucking Jets, you're, it's done. Uh, I don't think Josh Allen's ready to go yet. I think he pulls it out. They score a touchdown at least. Uh, I, think they, I think they win. But if Mike White goes off, I mean, he might be. Mike White Zach might Wilson, make that shit rain. Might, uh, Zach Wilson might have to get shipped. Like, look, dude, we just paid you all the money to be the two quarterback, and we had Mike White working at Kroger throwing for 400 I feel like whenever um the homie, the homie uh, Uncle Steph at Shadow is the show, like when he heard me make that pick, he's punched the steering wheel all pumped up. Driving his car. That's what I like to think. Shout out to Uncle Steph. Shadow is the show. Cold rustling takes. Good buddy of mine, though. Next up, we got Buccaneers at the Washington football team. Uh, Buccaneers are 6-2. and two. The football team is 2-6. and six. Washington has allowed 286 yards passing per game this season. That is the most in the NFL. Give me the Buccaneers running away with it. Man, it's crazy when you sit here and think that People were picking Washington to win the NFC East. I, these I, well, cats, I, was, I did, I did, but now obviously I think these, they're these awful. cats are these cats are absolutely horrible. Tom Brady's gonna go down, and throw forty piece on them. Next up, Falcons travel to Dallas. Take home the Cowboys. This is an interesting game. Matt Ryan, baby. Matt I Ryan. Need you. Trevon Diggs, uh, on pace to go with the most yards in NFL history. Uh, <clears throat> they don't really have the outside threat, though, for Atlanta. Give me the Cowboys. I think they get this week. You don't think Cordero Patterson lights fucking – he's going to show Trayvon Diggs how, how to run. He's That's good say, for Cordero Patterson, though. Good, good for Patterson to finally like find a, a, a role in the league, right? Yeah. After all these years. Well, he was the best return man in the league for I don't know how long. Right. And then on the offense. Yeah, which they should have had fucking years ago. Oh. Uh, 
my thing is those when I pick Dallas, they lose. So I'm gonna pick Dallas. <laughs> so they fucking lose. Next up, you got the Saints traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Titans have won five straight games. That is the longest active streak. Saints are five and three. Uh, quarterback situations muddled. I still think they're gonna go to Hill at some point. I would think. Um, give me the Titans. Golly, I don't. I don't love it though. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's so unsure. Uh, yeah, but you gotta take Titans, man. Like I said, in the AFC, man, they have been. They've been the team for a, for a minute, and but they lost their stud. But their schedule to close the season is weak. Yeah. Next up, we got the Jags traveling to Indianapolis in the divisional game, taking on the Colts. Colts have scored 25-plus points in six straight games. It's the longest active streak in the NFL. Uh, give me the Colts. Jags riding high, though, after fucking no touchdowns for, from the Bills. Uh, but I, th- I think they get dog-walked here by Nubs. I think Carson Wentz comes out on his knees and just bombs away. Michael Pittman, Jack Doyle. I love Michael Pittman. I think he's a great player. He's a really, really good player. He's a good pick by them. Next up, you got the Lions traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Lions are 0 8. Steelers are 5 3. Pittsburgh is 13 2 versus Detroit in the Super Bowl era. Lions are broke. Give me the Steelers. The Lions up, up, 21-17. The ref throws a P.I. call with two seconds left. Najee <laughs> Harris runs it in. They win 24-21 at the buzzer. Give me the Steelers. If that happens, how fucking sh- how terrible would that be? That would be awful. Next up, Browns traveling to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. New England has allowed 18.9 points per game this season. That is the fourth fewest in the NFL. <laughs> this is a very interesting game. You got a young quarterback. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think that, again, this is going to be a theme for the Browns, hopefully, for me, is uh, I think that defensive line is going to wreck things. And the Baker's going to find a way. They're going to try to take away the running game. They're going to try to put it in Baker's hands. I think he's going to be able to find a way. Give it the Browns. Give the Browns a little way. Okay. I think the Browns are going to win. Um, I don't think, I don't think Chubb has a big day just because I think Belichick, he, whatever he's going to game plan, he's going to take that away and live with the result. Yeah. So if if Baker throws for three fifty and they win, then he's like, that's, I chose that way. You know what I mean? But with that, with that said, he might not be able to take that away. <laughs> well, I'm saying if, he's going to take the run. He's the gonna, Browns have the, the Browns have the, as far as your interior three, your guard, center guard. The Browns have the best trio in the NFL. Yeah, but I'm saying he he's going to fucking he's not going to let Nick Chubb beat him. He's going to make Baker Mayfield beat him because he thinks Baker's going to make that mistake. He's going to so. try out the lead. But I'm going to take the Browns. I think they get the win. I think maybe by 10. I think by 10. Next, yeah, I don't think they have a whole lot of offense going on down there in New England. No. That's, uh, that, and that's why I say that. That's why I said running away. I think that's why you said by 10. Uh, next up, you got the Vikings traveling to Los Angeles, take on the Chargers. Herbert, 330 pass, plus pass yards in each game versus the NFC this season. 
this is a really interesting matchup. Look for the Vikings to jump out and look for the Colts, the, Colts, <laughs> the Chargers to close it out in the end. I'll give me the Chargers. You're going with Kirk Cousins on, on fire early. I'm a, and then I'm, he comes out. He, what he does every week. We talked yeah. about it on Sunday, right? Yeah. Every <laughs> week we talk about this. And then he Minnesota jumps out on somebody. Cousins comes out with a fucking fireball shooting out of his ass. And then the second half, boom, nothing. Yeah. Uh, just Herbert's fucking, he's playing like a man possessed right now. I take the Chargers. I'm trying not to talk about too much Herbert because I've been accused of being a Herbert sexual. Yeah. I I like, a, I like his hair. I think I he's got great hair. I am a huge fan of that kid. Anytime you can describe somebody as an elite decision maker, I feel like that's like the best compliment you can give a quarterback. Right, that yeah. is, that is I, I, he's unreal. I love watching that kid play. Next up, you have the Carolina Panthers traveling the Cardinals. Uh, Sam Darnold has a broken shoulder. I don't think it matters because he sucked anyway. Uh, give me the Cardinals, obviously. Yeah. Cardinals. Sam Darnold. Good Lord. Uh, Eagles traveling to Denver, taking on the Broncos. Another interesting matchup. This is Denver has allowed fewer than 18 points in six games this year. That's the most in the NFL. Uh, golly, I, I, it's a tough one. Give me the Broncos at home. I was going to say, man, uh, after what they just did to fucking Dallas, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to take the Broncos. And. Let me see if that's if I'm positive here on this, because they're playing the NFC East this year. They beat us, yeah. They fucking whooped our ass. So next up, we got the Seahawks at the Packers. Uh, we got Russ Wilson returning this week, as is Rogers' expected return. I really hope so. That's <coughs> excuse me. It's a really nice fun time. That's a really nice matchup to watch at 4:25 here in the East Coast. Seahawks three and five. They just endure the Geno Smith era. Packers seven and two. Um, give me the Packers at home. Man, my uh, my boss and nephew and them are going to uh, this game, and uh, man, I just I just don't want to see him have a good time. I'm gonna take Seahawks. Uh, I hope fucking DK Metcalf goes for two hundred receiving yards. Next up, you got the Chiefs traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders, who have just this been one thing after another. The Raiders, goodness gracious, Damon Arnett has been released for waving a gun, threatening to kill people in a video. That was pull insane up. to see. Pull, pull, pull up. I ain't by myself. I got people. What? Who does that? Damon Arnett does. He and yeah, Lurnett you... Columbus. He and Lurnett Columbus. He did. He did. Under under that Buckeye regiment. Uh. I haven't picked against the Chiefs all year. I think I did last week, but I thought Rodgers was going to play. Right, yeah. I think so, everybody. No, I think – actually, I think the news had already come out. I'd pick the Chiefs again. Uh, give me the Chiefs. Don't love it, though. Don't love it. I can't believe you hesitated. Uh, Raiders are on – Derek Carr's in a love mood. He's trying to love everybody. That's an admirable quality. But the Chiefs are going to come in and beat that ass for you. Next up, Rams at 49ers. Um, man, I tell you, we, there was a time we were calling the NFC West the best division in the NFL. There was. 
No more. Like I, that's that's the AFC North now, and that's that ship sailed fucking for uh, for these these cats. Uh, give me the Rams on the road. Big bounce back game for Stafford. Yeah, I think they have to. Um, I'm gonna take the Rams as well. And uh, the stat there we were talking earlier that that Eagles Broncos game, the Broncos are three and zero against the NFC East. If they beat. Uh, they beat the Eagles. They are undefeated. <laughs> they went 4-0. Four, no. four, four of their six wins will be against the NFC East. That's insane. Yep. Now, Browns did that last year, though. Had 11 wins and four of them were against the <laughs> NFC East. You're welcome. You know, it helps. You guys. It helps. Browns were the NFC East champs last year. I think Baltimore was, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got anything else this week? No, man, just uh, I did win uh, the basketball, the Friday night basketball. I've, I had to bust some mass, though. Talk about Odell. He's going to take his time, apparently. That news well, came I, out. I told you for before we went on the air, he's just going to wait till the Super Bowl and pick between who, whichever two end up there and take a 10-day contract. Uh, do you think he can be productive still? you think he can be what he was? Let's say that. you think he can be wide no, receiver one, top five receiver in the NFL? No, he's too. He's the injuries. His injuries have accumulated to where he's he gets hurt all the time now, and I don't. He's still like he's going to give you three, four, five games where he's fucking elite, but then he's going to give you thirteen where he's crying and and tore up and sad and and causing problems. Somebody even said. they said Odell's dad and Odell got the Browns, uh, their centers, the Bissator, Bis- whatever. The guards. Yeah. He and goes, he j- got contracts. Yeah, he goes, he just got them paid. <laughs> By the way, a lot of people don't know this. They won't, they'll strongly disagree with me, but don't be surprised if it happens. Joel Batonio, potential Hall of Famer. You're throwing him in there with Joe Thomas, huh? He's been that good. Throughout his entire career, okay. that and obviously he's played on a lot of bad teams. I felt bad last year because the Pittsburgh playoff game, he actually was uh, got COVID. No, but he was able to play in the Chiefs game, so it was good to see him get a playoff. He's the longest tenured Brown. He's actually in the uh, the Manziel drafts, 2014. Yeah, you know that great draft where you drafted Justin Gilbert and Johnny Manziel. We could have a Browns podcast sometime. I feel like. There's a great podcast right now. I, I, please get after tonight. Please listen to the first couple episodes. They're they're 20 minutes long. They're only 20 minutes long. Okay. But it chronicles how bad the Browns have been and the mistakes they've made from 1999 up until a couple of years ago. And it is, I, it comes out every Tuesday. I feel like I'm always riding high for a win. I listen to Andre Nod's podcast. I'm like, oh, I remember that. And but you this, you relive the pain. You yeah. you're a glutton for punishment. But yeah, we'll talk. I'm almost. I'll say the link after this show. And please, I I don't. I never say Barry. Please listen to this. <laughs> please listen but, to fucking. But I'm saying this now because, because I want to hear you come back and say maybe ask me questions because I'm, I remember everything. Oh, I know everything. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a great. But the podcast is called Brownstown. It's a great listen. It's by Andre Knott. He does the sideline reporting for the Indians, and it is—it's fantastic. So please listen to it, Barry. That's all I got this week. 
All right. Well, um, I think that's all I got too. Uh, Giants are on a buy this week, so I'm I'm not invested so much. Uh, Tennessee basketball started up. Don't know if you, you know. Um, the Buckeyes up a, started up too. We squeaked by Akron last night. <laughs> picked up a big fucking dub. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, Kennedy Chandler. For those of you that don't know, you talk about a fucking kid that play. It looks effortless. And like I told you before, it it reassured me a a hundred percent that Rick Barnes paid this young man to come to Tennessee and and be a five star player. Uh, just his movement, fluent, can fucking shoot the ball. Uh, Josiah Jordan James, Triple J, you can call him. Fucking, he's out there doing things. Bascone, three point fucking monster. I'm wrapping it up. Eric, don't wrap me up. I'm talking about Tennessee. Tennessee but basketball. Anyways. And before we go, I'm going to leave you guys with one thing just to see how cruel FanDuel is. That's awful. I got up to uh, 2,500 people entry, $2 late, $2 contest, 2,500 people. I got up to 23rd. I am now at 157th. And with that devastating news, you can follow me on Twitter at bfrost28 because we don't want to leave you on a high note. We want to <laughs> fucking Debbie Downer you. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the credentials, sir. Uh, me at Eric Brown 740 podcast at doing the favor on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you guys all so much for support. Listen, we love doing the sports show. This is a this is a, a fun time for us. So, and we actually we don't talk numbers, but we do get a good reaction to the show. So, thank you guys so much. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And with that, good night and God bless. Peace. Yeah. It goes one, two. Three into the foe. Eric Abaria up with DTF, and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.